This process has made reteaching, reviewing, and reinforcing my classroom expectations second nature to me. And I am constantly looking for the good, where in the past, when I was really struggling with burnout, I was always focusing on the negative. Your choice to begin and continue working in education should not be taken lightly. But how do you manage it all while keeping that fire burning bright so you can show up in your classroom and in life as your best self every day? That's what this show is all about. Welcome to the Burned In Teacher Podcast. I'm Amber Harper, classroom teacher, author of Hacking Teacher Burnout, and with more and more teachers quitting the profession or accepting hashtag teacher misery as their forever reality, I step in as your teacher burnout coach to help you take your next best steps to creating a happier and more fulfilled career and life. Now, let's take one more step forward and out of burnout together so we can burn on, shall we? Let's go. Positive behavior intervention support. Okay, sometimes I know this can be a triggering topic for some people, whether you love it or you hate it, and I have my own opinions about it. I will share with you today how I feel I have come to a happy medium with using PBIS in my classroom. This is episode three of a three-part classroom management series here on the Burned In Teacher Podcast all about how I manage my classroom as effectively and simply as I possibly can. Because if we don't manage our classroom and our students and the expectations that we have for them in our classroom, we can't do our job, which is to teach, period. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you my three-tiered system of positive behavior reinforcement that has transformed my classroom. And so before I dive into today's episode and our talking points, I want to remind you of a couple of things. Number one, in episode 198, I shared with you the rules that I teach in my classroom and how to teach them. And in episode 199, that one was all about how I use a morning meeting and a closing circle to reteach, review, and reinforce the rules and expectations that I have in my classroom. So if you haven't watched or listened to those episodes yet, I highly suggest that you push pause on this one, go back and listen to those episodes so you can pick up and use these strategies, fully understanding my philosophy and the way that I use these strategies in my classroom. So today we're talking all about positive behavior intervention support. And honestly, when I say it, I cringe sometimes because I have my own opinions about this whole philosophy and strategies on how to reinforce positive behavior. But here's the deal. Some schools like mine have a school-wide plan using PBIS, and I don't really have a choice. So as a burned-in teacher, this is something that I've chosen to accept for what it is rather than complain about. And I found ways to make it work for me and my students in my classroom. So here's one more side note before we dive in. Whether or not you believe in PBIS to its core, Sometimes you have to simply do what works. Do I get rewards in my real life every time I do the right thing? Absolutely not. And I understand and respect the philosophy of PBIS and that it trains children with extrinsic motivation and rewards, but I also believe that there is a way to make it fit into my classroom, even though I'm not a hardcore PBIS believer. I don't want to get too much in the weeds. 
because this podcast isn't about whether or not you believe in this philosophy. We're talking today about how to reinforce the positive behavior that's happening daily, hourly, and even by minute in our classroom. Because as we know um, in our own teaching lives, in our own classrooms, and out on social media, it's really easy to focus on the negative behavior and the negative things that are happening in our classroom every day. But there are a lot of students who are doing the right thing. And there are a lot of students who have a lot of turnarounds, especially if we are focusing on teaching them how to behave positively, respectfully, responsibly, safely, kindly, and patiently in our classrooms. So now that that's out of the way, I want to dive right into how I use my three-tiered system of rewards that is so super simple to manage in my classroom. I do three different types of rewards in my classroom every single day. We have classroom rewards, group rewards, and individual rewards. And I have to admit that I used to severely overcomplicate these systems, and I used to make a lot of extra work for myself and even confused my students in certain ways with the way that I managed all of these rewards. But I based these rewards on reinforcement of the very detailed rules and those sub-rules that we've already covered in episode 198. And all of those rules are in the show notes if you need them. So we're going to start with classroom rewards. As I shared in episode 199, we have a daily integrity goal that I tell them about in the morning and that we reflect on then in the afternoon during our closing circle. If we reach that goal as a class, we get a class dojo point. So each student gets a point. Again, whether you love or hate class dojo is not the point here. For me, it works, and I'm actually required in my school to use Class Dojo as part of our school's plan, and although I don't necessarily agree with it, it works, all right? And it's something that I choose to let go of. (laughs) So again, it's one of those things that I just have to accept and move on. So if you don't like Class Dojo or you have a choice to do something else, do it. Um, It's totally up to you. So a side note here. All of the specials teachers also have access to my classes dojos, okay? So they are able to give the class or individual student points in my class as well. If you're interested in using class dojo, here are a few more specifics that I want to make sure that you understand. I do not share my students' class dojo with their parents. I just don't feel like it's necessary because I'm in constant contact with parents. I'm consistently communicating their child's behavior, both both positive and negative. This is something that I'm going to cover in more detail on my upcoming uh, classroom management workshop that's taking place on Tuesday, September 19th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And this is for kindergarten through fifth grade teachers. So go to vernonteacher.com slash classroom dash management and register because I have so much more to share with you than I have time to share here on the podcast. All right, here's something else you need to know. Our school has a monthly classroom dojo experience list that students can choose experiences from, and they actually absolutely love it. They get to choose what experiences they want to have with other students, and even our admin and our office staff get involved. So I actually think that this is great. So other than monthly dojo school experiences that they get to choose from once a month, I really don't use class dojo for anything else. This is kind of something that um, it's like an extra added bonus reward that they get because it is something that is part of our school's plan. The other thing I wanted to share with you about classroom behavior uh, reinforcement 
is I have charts in my classroom for each integrity trait. So one for respect, one for responsibility, one for safety, one for kindness, and one for patience. This is where I tally times that I see the whole class showing one of these traits. And even if our focus of the day is respect, if I see them being extremely patient, let's say I'm in the middle of teaching a lesson and I get a phone call in the classroom and I'm you know, talking really quickly to the office staff and they are waiting completely silent, I'm going to give them a patience tally. They demonstrated classroom patience and I'm going to recognize that from them. And sometimes I'll give them a couple of tallies for different integrity traits that they are showing um, for different things that come up throughout their their day. So let's say we have the respect tally chart. And over the last few days, they've earned 10 tally marks. They know that when they earn 10 tally marks under one of these integrity traits, that they are going to earn what we call an integrity star. And when we get three integrity stars that they've earned, uh, they get integrity time. So integrity time is simply 10-minute activities that we've come up with together. So it could be extra morning tub choice time. It could be cute animal videos. It could be extra recess time. They love this. And we come up with these and we add to them throughout the year based on things that they enjoy. And sometimes it's different for different classes, what they enjoy. This classroom reward system is super simple. It doesn't cost you a thing. And the kids really love it. So That's how I give classroom rewards. The next tier is group rewards. So above each of my tables, and this is going to maybe have to change depending on how you manage your classroom seating, I have tables of students. Um, I have group signs that hang above each of them. So if your school doesn't allow hanging signs, then find a place to have a laminated group sign. So each time the students have seat work, we review specific expectations. I cover each of those expectations in episode 130. You can access that video right here. And when groups are following those expectations, I clip a star onto that group sign. I use clouds, but you can use whatever you want. And if they don't follow the expectations, I either take a star away or they don't get one at all. All right. So at the end of each day during our closing circle, as I mentioned in the last episode, 198, I use group chart at the front of the class with pictures of those students that are in that group under them. And we actually count the stars that are hanging on each of those clouds. And they love this because different groups earn different amounts of stars based on their ability or their decision to follow our expectations. And then either every week or every other week, I count those amounts of stars up. We count those tallies that they have collected over the last few days, and they get to choose between different types of tickets, which are more experiences that I have created. And um, so I have 20 different tickets that they can range from like a piece of candy um, to 10 minutes of free tech time. And let's say a group has earned five tally marks over the last few days. They would only get to choose from five ticket choices where a group that has earned 10 tally marks from following our expectations, they get to choose from 10 of those ticket choices. So this is super easy, pretty much free, and it does not take a lot to manage. I typically do this on Friday during our intervention time. And finally, our individual awards. In episode 199, I shared that each morning I remind students that I will be looking for two students who are showing that integrity trait of the day. 
And during closing circle, I share who those two students are. They get a positive office referral, which means their name will be announced on the announcements the following morning. They also get their picture taken with their trophies, and I send a picture of them with their trophies and their positive office referral to their families that day on Seesaw. They get to be line leaders the next day. They get to use the integrity rugs during their independent work time if they choose. They also get to help me to lead the integrity message at the end of the day if they want to. They also get to do other special little things that come up throughout the day the following day where it makes sense. They love this more than anything. And again, it's super simple. It's predictable and it doesn't cost a thing. They get to be essentially made famous simply for doing the right things. They don't always get something like a trinket or a toy. They get that recognition. They know that the only people who can lead the lines are the people who have earned from the day before. And they look forward to that and they hold each other to it. Here's a quick management tip for how to remember who got from days previous or (laughs) what about those couple of students who make it really hard to find good things (laughs) throughout the day, all right? Without telling the students, I actually have a simple, very simple Google sheet with all of their names on the left side. And then I have cells where I can write in the date that they have received a, um, a award. And also without telling the students, I basically go through the entire list of students, not in alphabetical order, not in number order, but I really am authentic in who it is that I choose based on their behavior for that day, okay? Um, Sometimes if we're having an especially rough day, even though I've maybe chosen a couple of students who showed respect or responsibility or safety um, a couple of days before, I will choose them again. And I will make sure to acknowledge that, you know, wow. Annie and Frankie, they both got the other day, but today was kind of a shaky, quaky day. And I noticed that these two students really showed up and continued to show integrity all day, even though they saw friends around them doing the wrong things. And I've also had honorable mentions. So where maybe I had five stellar students one day that were just knocking it out of the park. And so I have my like normal, they get to do all those fun things, but the students know that then there are honorable mentions where they still get a positive office referral, but that's it. And they still love that too. They just love to be in front. Most students love to be in front of the classroom, being recognized, getting an award, and they love hearing their name on the announcements. So that's it in a gist, how I reinforce positive behavior in the classroom, in groups, individual students' behavior every single day. This process has made reteaching, reviewing, and reinforcing my classroom expectations second nature to me. And I am constantly looking for the good, where in the past, when I was really struggling with burnout, I was always focusing on the negative. This is so predictable for your students. And I know that you've heard something today that will help you this school year, no matter when you begin to use these strategies in your classroom. So find me on Instagram, at Teachers. send me a DM, tell me what resonated with you. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, feel free to leave a comment or a question. I love hearing from all of you. I love getting your questions and I love to help you along your journey out of burnout, no matter what that means for you. I still have so much to share with you about how I manage my classroom. I couldn't possibly fit it all here on the podcast. So I'm going to be leading a two-hour workshop on Tuesday, September 19th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's for K through five teachers. And I am going to dive deep into these strategies that I've shared with you. There's still so much more 
that I would love to share with you about how this works and what this looks like in my classroom, there will be a replay available for anyone anyone who registers. So if you go to burnandteacher.com slash classroom dash management, I will lay out everything in a very easy to follow predictable way so that you and your students can create that classroom community that everybody is dreaming about. I have all of the links to the resources and the episodes that I've mentioned here in the description or in the show notes of the Burn and Teacher podcast. And if you're watching on YouTube, please leave any questions in the comments below. I'm always happy to help you guys out. And of course, if you've enjoyed this episode at all, leaving a rating and review on Apple iTunes podcasts will help other struggling teachers to find the podcast as well. Thank you so much for showing up for yourself today and your students. I'm so honored to be a part of your journey. I'll see you next week. And until then, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a burned in teacher. Burn on. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. To keep this conversation going, connect with me on Instagram at burnedinteacher. I'm always ready and willing to have a conversation with you about your burnout and ways I can help you to move through it. If you're looking for support in growing through your burnout in ways you never thought possible, check out my online course, Burned In Teacher University at burnedinteacher.com course. I'll see you in the next episode. Burn on.